Welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hey, y'all. It's Jade. And I'm Tamara. Welcome back to our podcast. We are recording again, um, slightly still delayed due to our epic snowstorm here in Texas this past week. We referenced this in an earlier episode. We're still getting our bearings back. Um, so just continue to bear with us. We're getting back on track though. And I think after this episode, we should be ready to kind of move forward and pretend like this week never happened. Yeah, this is what we call, um, in my neck, the woods, a twofer. And, mm-hmm. um, so you guys hopefully will enjoy this and then we'll move on from here. I know Tamara was really ambitious that we were going to have this down pat by now, but as you can see, yeah. I mean, you, you know, know, natural disasters. I mean, who who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows what the, what the world will bring? So, yeah. yeah. But we're super excited to cover Married at First Sight today from the mm-hmm. past two weeks. There's so much to cover. Um, so I guess we'll jump on in, right? Yeah. Anything else? So, Let's I mean, go we're going to cover uh, the latest two episodes of Married at First Sight. Um, the first one is entitled Defending Your Wife, which is, man, what a title. Um, <laughs> so I, th- <laughs> I mean, my goodness. I think we're just going to go just by the flow of the show and we'll break it down like kind of by couple by couple as we go along. Um, just kind of just, you know, if you do follow the show, just know that like couples and scenes are going back and forth, back and forth. Um not I mean they're flowing but it's just a lot of you know back and forth so we'll try and keep that as clear and concise as possible so basically we'll just jump it in so we are in episode six um kinetic which is a production company is trying to do some sort of um production (laughs) scene um where they are talking to our gal well not really our gal our guy chris um (laughs) And basically saying that he needs to tell her what's going on, i.e. Paige. Bum, bum, bum. He's mumbling and jumbling. Thank goodness I've got captions up because I wouldn't be able to understand a damn thing he says. Um, Always watch with captions. But he's saying, I don't want to. And then we get a little writing on the on the screen that says two hours earlier. So we jump back. Um, anybody who watches like Bravo knows that we do these whole things like 24 hours earlier, 24 hours later, kinetic is not Bravo. So, you know, take that how you will. So two hours earlier is a montage of everyone waking up. Everyone's just having such a great time. Just, Oh my God, just morning. I'm married my spouse. I love you. Uh, and we get a little scene with Clara and Ryan um clara is excited because she really wants to visit the dolphins apparently there's a a dolphin i don't know thing at at the mandalay bay i don't know how i feel about that you know i'm not really into housing you know wild animals in a city like vegas i don't i don't think i like it i'm not into it have y'all seen uh blackfish that's kind of what i thought about no what is that Oh, it's a documentary about the the whales, the oh my god, killer whales that 
have revolted against being held in these little small pools. That sounds like my type of show. I'm so glad. See, we're jumping around recommendations, but no, I need to watch that because okay, I was watch getting Blackfish. It's amazing. Well, I was just not really into this dolphin thing. Like it was kind of disgusting. So anyways, Clara is talking about how she's very happy and, you know, just she just is so obsessed with her husband and if she could build him in a factory this is exactly what he'd be and I'm like wow Clara (laughs) very interesting um so then Ryan does this thing where he likes to ask a lot of questions um so basically they talk about you know what their routine might be when they get back to Atlanta Ryan says that he is super routine he's the same thing for breakfast every morning um does the same things every day I guess I don't know Clara says that she is the complete opposite. She has no routine. Um, she just goes where the wind goes. And so Ryan's like, Ugh, okay. Well, they have that <laughs> conversation. I think she's thinking, oh, it'll be great. You know, it's fine. We're complete opposites. Um, but then she later says that if she could rate this marriage, it would be a 10 out of a 10. She's very uh, optimistic, for- forgiving. I don't know. She's just like rose-colored glasses right now yeah i mean a 10 out of a 10 that's, <laughs> I mean, that's impressive because that is she's Day very four. satisfied yeah yeah so i was just really caught off guard about that i was like all right claire i guess you're just making the best of it whatever she's so, impressed yes she clearly is <laughs> um so then we get to Paige and chris um they are having breakfast um Again, immediately breakfast seems so uncomfortable every time we see them eating i'm like oh i was literally just about to say like my <laughs> notes say like this is very strained they have no chemistry no Paige. you can always see like she's like anticipating talking to him and she's like looking for like some of that yeah. those like non-verbal reassurances he and gives he's just her like nothing what what's going on like literally like he starts to eat the food's on the table he's digging in and she says you're not gonna gonna say grace like she's literally looking at him like what and he i don't know if this was i don't know if this was production or editing but his grace is literally thank you for this food amen (laughs) she looked so shocked when that was all he said so i'm hoping that maybe i thought maybe it was editing but the look on her face i I mean, my God, <laughs> like, I don't even know. Thank yeah. you for this grace. Amen. Children say more at grace than that. God is great. God is good. Is they, good. Yep. Let us thank him for our food. I mean, at least a full sentence. I was just, I was it disgusted. It was pretty basic. I was so disgusted. It's all um, right for Chris. Oh, it was gross. <laughs> so he starts to mumble and jumble and says that he has a lot going on. <laughs> he found out a lot of information this morning and he's dealing with that. Um, so she's obviously like, okay, well, Chris, like, what's going on? And he responds with, it doesn't, I wish I could mumble it like him, matter. but I can't. <laughs> I want to give you the mumble, but I can't do it. It doesn't matter anymore. What time you want to hit the <laughs> pool? <laughs> it's just so nuts. He's like that person that's like, <laughs> I have a secret. And you're like, oh, what is it? Like, what's going on? And he's like, I, I don't, don't want to talk about tell it. <laughs> Anyways, he's like, you want to hit the pole? And she's like, I don't <laughs> understand. What like, are you talking about? What's happening? He's saying, I'm good with not telling you. I'm your wife. Yeah. It's it's okay. It's not a problem. Yeah. So there's he's this like weird. dramatic music in the background. I mean, like just violins and just, just bass thumping. 
Um, and they cut from that scene. And I'm just like, you guys, this is nuts. Okay, so then we get to Brie and Vincent, uh, who they have started calling Champagne Vinny. <laughs> why? Is, I was just going to ask you, do you know why? Is it supposed to be like Champagne Poppy, but like Champagne? I don't know. I don't know where these things come from. I mean, okay. I'm a victim of <laughs> corny jokes. I guess. Like everybody else. I mean, I guess with those fedoras that he wears and like the shirts that are like un like unbuttoned, I don't really know. You know, move to the own beat if you're Trump. Whatever. Um, so he keeps talking about his grandma who had this scare. They won't say heart attack anymore, which is what they said originally. So I'm a little confused if it was a heart attack or if it was just like she was sick. Um, um I'm wondering if like they thought it was a heart attack and it wasn't or like mm. there's more to it or he doesn't want to discuss her business on tv or... which yeah that's true so yeah so she's grandma's from the bronx she's doing well but vincent is like really uh, this whole s- situation has really brought him closer to brie he says that he is feeling like he's truly dedicated to her uh brie and how she means a lot to him because she had his back throughout this awful moment um, and it brought more trust to them on day two. Mm. Um, so I thought that was cool. Did you have any thoughts about that? Um, no, I think it's appropriate. I'm glad she was there for him. Um, I mean, I would expect her to be. No, he hasn't right. done anything. So I feel like it's pretty par for the course. I actually didn't take any notes on that until she yeah. was like being bossy. Yeah, so she does this thing where, uh, and you know what, I like her, but I don't like love her because her Aww. her cadence or like the way she talks to him is really interesting. So they get into this whole question and answer segment again with these questions and answers. Can we just have an organic conversation, maybe? But no, <laughs> it's just Q and A. Um, so basically, she's like house, condo, or high rise. Like yeah. what? And so he's like condo. And she's like, oh, well, I kind of, you know, we could do a condo, but I really want a high rise for like two years. Um, and he's like, OK, I guess we can do a high rise. Um, and then he was just like, he basically says, you know, you're a little bossy, but you can get away with that because you treat me right. Vincent, mm. this is day what, four, day three? I think this is day four. Okay, that whole statement, oh, yeah. because you treat me right, Vincent, this is, I mean, you and I both know, Jade. <laughs> this is not- I think Vincent is trying to extend her some grace. He's like, it's day four. She's just, you know, she's excited about the future. <laughs> it's not going to kill me living in a condo. Girl. Um, I don't okay. know. I think he's still trying to, like, impress her. He, he's, right. like, he's trying to. But, like, she, she'll she run over you. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Vincent, you need to pump the brakes, darling. Uh, so then they start talking about kids. Man, my goodness, already. And so she, I don't know if he or she asked, like, do you want two kids or three kids or how many kids you want? Um, I don't know. Or when do you want kids? And so she says she wants to wait, like, three years, kids-wise. Um, and he, you know, of course, agrees because, you know, what can you, what can you do? And then they ask, you know, boy or girl. And he says he wants a girl first. It was super cute, you know. I mean, it was just, you know, Q&A, Q&A. It was great. I have nothing more to add from that conversation. Nothing. It's pretty plain. So then we bounce to Eric and Virginia. Um, Oh, my goodness. 
this conversation was really interesting to me because they're getting ready to go to the pool and she is getting it like full makeup curling her hair <laughs> and so he comes in and he's like what are you doing like we're about to go to the pool you're putting on makeup you're curling your hair and she was just like well this is you know i want to look my best so like i'm not gonna get my hair wet and so they're like bickering back and forth because he's like oh i want you to get your hair wet what if it puts you in the pool and she's just like well then i'm gonna have to get dressed later and that's gonna take a whole bunch of time so then they start talking yeah. about timeliness and she basically says that, you know, she's late to work every day, um, <laughs> like 15 minutes late. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Um, and Eric says that, you know, he is not allowed that because he's the pilot. So he, there is no late <laughs> to the plane. Oh, my goodness. Um, so basically, he does a little talking head about how, you know, we have similarities, but we also have differences. Well, duh, Eric. I mean, obviously. Um and then he says that he sees the other couples and how they're going through, you know, different things and different situations, but that him and Virginia are just the best. Like, they're back on track. Oh, and gag me. It's just very interesting. Um, so then he basically says that they he feels like they're doing better than other couples and then mentions Chris and Paige by name, which was really uncomfortable. <sighs> For me, I don't like Eric, but I really I, liked Virginia right? in this episode, specifically this episode. I liked Virginia. Like my note is, why is he talking about people? Mind your business. And honestly, the whole theme of minding your business is going to carry us on throughout the next episode Ooh. because Eric and Virginia, they're too in it. Like they are in everyone else's business, but their own. And Virginia actually later on has at least the awareness to know that like we should probably focus on ourselves yeah that seems like an appropriate thought yeah. considering that it's not your business in the right place. i was just like eric i don't like it when men like reference other couples and are like oh we're doing better than them like that just feels very catty to me and yeah. i just really i was just really not okay with that as you shouldn't <sighs> Yeah, so then we do another flash to Chris and Paige. My God. <laughs> Chris and Paige. Uh, so we're going back and forth, back and forth. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? You want to know? Yes, great. <laughs> so then Chris drags her to the bathroom. Turns on the shower. And the bath and the bath off and the bathtub. Bathtub, I heard because there were faucets, showers, all anything he on, I think that he was on running. The fan. Yes. In the shower. Everything that you could turn on in that bathroom was turned on. And then he said, take off your mics. Take so they, off your mic. Take off your mic. So they took off the mics. All you heard was water and faucets and, and just everything. Production's like literally just standing by the door trying to get something. Nothing. You can't get nothing because the mics are off. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I don't know how long they were in there for. They don't give us like a time lapse or anything. But he comes out. I feel like it was pretty short. I don't think he explained anything. I feel like you think it was like, short. This is, I feel like he was like, this is what it is and walked out. Girl, I mean, <laughs> he's not a man so. of many words. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like he would give her any condolence, any reassurance, <laughs> any explanation. He was probably like, well, I got a call and boom, bam. Yeah. Out the door. You're right. So he walks out and tells production she's having a moment. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And then I guess he just walks to the other side of the room. I don't know. But then she comes out. And this is where I was just like, 
a page. She just walks out looking so fucking weird and cute, just confused and dazed. And in her talking head, she's like, I just need time to just really think about this. I just she looks like she's like truly in shock. Like it's like a trauma response that she's having. Like, yes. Yeah, that's true. What is going on? She's so blank and like dead behind the eyes that it's like it's he should feel like shit. Well, and honestly, it's like this is where I look at production because I'm an avid fan of Bravo TV. Their producers are like, I don't want to say they're like their family, but they are they have very close relationships with the people on the show. Your producers are the people who have your back. Like they're supposed to really be there for you, guide you in the scenes like they're there. So for me, like the production for Kinetic is just so lacking like they're not there to help her they're not there to guide her they're not there to offer her any condolences they're there to just get some really good tv and like i just don't like that they have her out here looking real crazy i wonder like are they intentionally doing like this hands-off approach and letting the couples do what the couples do because at the end of the day when the cameras leave like they're not going to have the, the production support I don't really know because the show is not hands off. Like the show was, it was supposed to be, you know, guiding these couples, these strangers with the help and guidance of experts and a whole team behind them to like, you know, rally them and like support them. And I feel like in this moment, an expert should have been flown in to like walk them through and discuss everything that's happening. They just had her out here just by herself. It did seem weird. They didn't have like a video call or, any nothing anything did we just actually say what the bomb was i don't think we did oh we didn't oh yeah i'm no. sorry so <laughs> basically i know because we're just we're just angry basically y'all saw the show yeah the bomb dropped is that you know his ex is pregnant um and it's 99 percent his is what he said he can for certain say this is his kid yes. and she's six weeks pregnant, which, you know, means he was already, I would guess, like signed up for the experiment at that point. Um, uh, totally. Like the experiment, yeah. it takes months of like them meeting with experts and talking like that whole matchmaking special. That's like months of, of planning. So he signed up for this. I would say if they're in, let's say the timeline is, what month was this? Maybe, let, let's say it's like. I thought he broke up the, broke off the engagement in February. Yes, yes. He broke up with her in February. Then March was the pandemic. But apparently they were quarantining together. And then she got. Ooh, they were? That's just That's what I read. We'll see. And we're getting, I'm getting beside myself. I read that they were quarantining together. And at one point, actually. I don't know if they got COVID. I'm not sure. Why were they quarantining together if they weren't together? Jade. <laughs> I don't know. But I was. I, but then I also read that the show started, I think, maybe like looking for cast mates in like May. Because mm. the I, because I think the weddings were in like August. Oh. So if she's six week pregnant, it doesn't matter. Like he had already started the show process. Uh, yeah. And he was engaged in March, like or February. Like he, when yeah. they broke up, they were engaged. So I'm just like, Chris, there's no way you can you can sell this to us, or maybe yeah. to her, but not to us. So, so exactly that. A lot of people are calling this timeline into question. One of the things I made a note on that I thought was it's just interesting. When he left the bathroom, did you see his sweat stains? Like, oh no, I didn't. His, girl, he was 
hot. I don't know if it's because he turned the shower on, but like those sweat stains <laughs> under his arms were notable. <laughs> Honestly, but, I think it was adrenaline. I don't. I think maybe. he's enjoying all of this. I don't think he's nervous. I don't think he feels nerves. I think all this <laughs> is like. I think all this was planned. Like, so you, wait. What would you do if you had just got married? It's day four, and your husband, who you just met, pulls you in the bathroom and is like, my ex is pregnant, it's my kid. Uh, well, we probably would have had a screaming match. Um, Ooh, I would have cursed Tamara's him out. Tamara's a screamer, y'all, and a Like, concert. I would have screamed. I mean, like, you, well, first of all, because I just met this man three days ago, and you're telling me that we signed on for the show, and, like, you you have some girl pregnant. Are you are you are you fucking serious? Like get the fuck out of my yeah. face. Um, so I I don't know even know if I would have screamed, but I just would have been like, you need to get the fuck out of my face. Get your own fucking hotel room. Um, I'll be staying here. Uh, <laughs> and then I would probably call the experts and be like, so look, what am I contractually obligated to do here? Because this Ooh, man a has a child on the way, and I'm not for this. This is not what the show stands for. This is supposed to be a union of two people getting together, going through this process together. He obviously has not taken this seriously since he was in a relationship or having sexual relations six weeks ago and was engaged in February or March of 2020. I'm out of here. So what am I contractually obligated to do so that I do not get fined? What do I have to do? Mm, yeah. Because I'm not about to sit here look and look like a fool. Yeah. I think I would have been out too. I would I wouldn't have had anything else to say to him. I'd yeah. Like the money, down. like I'll film with them when they get back solo and we can talk about all the shenanigans, but I'm not going to be in a marriage with him. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to film with him. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. So okay. where do we go to next? After that, we get to Haley and Jacob, who are actually probably like one of my favorite couples <laughs> right now. I'm really I into love them. Jacob. Jacob is so great. Like I love Jake. So they're having dinner at this gorgeous, I don't know if this is a restaurant, but like, it's like an aquarium. I thought it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. I was super into it. I was like, I want to have dinner here. It's probably a gazillion dollars. Um, but they start having this strange conversation about fish and onions. Jacob um, likes to eat raw onions, which is very <laughs> on brand. Here's my thing, though, Jake. Um... Again, you just met this woman like three days ago. And so I feel like you you have to keep that into consideration because you're Jacob trying to get this married. woman. You're trying to get this woman to like be sexually attracted to you and like want to be intimate <laughs> with you, want to kiss you. If I just met someone and they're talking about eating raw onions and then start to eat some onions in my face, <laughs> like I don't want to be close to you. Jacob is just, you know, letting letting it all out there. He's he's not really holding anything back. He's like, this is all me. Like, you're gonna get a hundred percent of me, and this is it. I'm liking him, but she really seems know. uncomfortable still. Yeah, I don't know if that was appropriate. I wish he had kind of read the room. Um, Can we talk about the straw question? That was so weird. I had heard that question before. If you guys weren't catching so it, he, he's so. What did he say exactly? He's like, does a straw the have two is, ends or one? Does a straw have two holes or one? And th I've seen this on like social media, but his rationale is it has two because he considers his mouth and his like anus different holes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm so literal. Um, so like, obviously it's two because you've got the whole intestine and colon system. Like it's, it's, this question is stupid. 
<laughs> like, I'm just like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. Like your throat and like what that connects like through the sternum, through the chest. And then you've got your colon, your intestines. Like, oh my it doesn't even matter. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'm like, it doesn't, this is completely different. It's just very on brand for Jacob. When, he also mentioned his Star Wars themed kettlebells that he has. Which that was, I, I didn't care about that. Maybe they were on sale. Cringe. They Cringe. made it on sale. Were they? They were probably <laughs> they were probably on sale at a store that sells themed sports. I would hope not. But honestly, in this, in spite of all of his foolishness, he says really great things about her. Like he says mm-hmm. that he feels lucky to be with her, um, and that you know she said that she was into yoga, and so he said, "Well, great. Like maybe I'll go to a class with you, and then you can try some like low resistance stuff with me, like." He was really trying to like, he was really trying to engage her. But honestly, like she is, I don't think she's attracted. I can see why. It all comes down to attraction sometimes. I appreciate his effort. She also didn't know what a DeLorean was. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I didn't know either. Oh, okay. He said DeLorean and I assumed it was some sort of 80s reference just because that's who he is. (laughs) But I'm just like, seriously, like, couldn't you just name a fucking like Lambo and like call it a day? Like, do we have to do, do we have to do an 80s? I get it. I mean, like Back to the Future means a lot to a lot of people. So Does it? I guess I don't know any. It holds a special place in people's hearts. So I think. For him. It sounds like he's very willing to like put her on though. Like he introduced her to the Goonies. She don't want to be put on. She also talked about wearing pink thongs. He's just had some interesting topics of conversation. But I was mm-hmm. very happy to hear these things considering he wasn't talking about his diet and his house. So I was very into it. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah, we're learning some more about him, some more oddities. But you know. He's not talking about steak and what does he eat? Steak and eggs? And Obviously, that's not pool. true because they've been having these like dinners and I've been seeing him munching on fries and bread. So I'm like, so what? What's I think really he good broke here? his diet. I think he yeah. did. If it's just him, so. he would still be eating steak and eggs. But because mm. of her, he's branched out a little bit. Yeah, I guess, girl. All right, who we got next? So Clara and Ryan, they do their little dolphin excursion. Mm-hmm. Barf. Um, they referenced a dolphin named Sophie, who I guess she like kissed her or something. I was disgusted. Sophie was labeled the unbelievably cute dolphin. Sophie she was, but she belongs in the wild. She belongs in the ocean. And I feel like it is my duty to go rescue Sophie. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't want to be there. She's not happy. Yeah, I think dolphins have it a little bit better than whales because dolphins are usually like kept with each other and the whales are separated and they're not supposed to be separated and they're too big for those little ponds, for those little pools, I mean, and the dolphins have a little bit more room. I don't know. I think it's a a bit different, but they're the same kind of animal. So all Bless it. I feel so bad for them. So then somehow, I'm not sure, do they have, do they cut away to dinner? Because I have a conversation about kids and names and religion yes was this at the dolphin park or was this at dinner after this was at dinner after i believe where they're just kind of chopping it up and talking about like doing another q a kind of like um vincent yeah so they start talking about religion and basically she starts saying that she was raised religious and actually went to a, a was it a baptist college for one year or a bible college 
she was making it sound like religion was forced on her and i feel like at the time when you go to college you can definitely choose for yourself yeah so she, so she went to like a bible college for a year and then left um and so i feel like there's more to her story in, in regards to religion that i would really yeah. like to get into because she seems like i'm not she's not for it she's not into that anymore but on the other hand i definitely think he 100 percent wants to raise his kids in the church he did say that. He said he wants to raise his kids in the church. But he and, like he said that in his talking head, though. When he said to her, he was like, oh. that's something that I definitely want to explore. I'm like, Ryan, you need to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty significant difference um, that, I mean, if they have kids, I guess that'll mm-hmm. come up. Or I guess he'll be going to church without her or whatever may happen. I'm not sure. But that's a really sticky situation. Yeah. I mean, it really can be because she's saying that, oh, you know, I want them to choose for themselves. And I'm like, Clara, let's be completely 100 here. Like your kids at age five are not just going to be like, oh, I want to go to a Buddhist church or oh, I want to go to a Jew. Like they're not going to, you can't give them a choice at five. Like you kind of just be like, hey, honey, we're going to church because I want you to learn X, Y, and Z. Like, it, it sounds nice to say, oh, I want my kids to, like, decide. But at age five, can they make that decision? Yeah. And that also seems like a gross mismatch by the experts. Like, mm-hmm. if people don't have the same religious standpoint, I don't know if they should be matched. Because I don't know if people are going to, you know, change the way they view religion. And his parents are pastors. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a gonna be a conflict. I don't know who's making these making these calls. Girl. Um, I don't I just know. Wonder. So then after that conversation, we cut to Brie and Paige. Uh, well actually oh, it's like a two way cut because it's like Brie and Paige are having a conversation and Vincent and Chris are having a conversation at the same time. Is it weird that the black couples partnered up? I don't think so because I feel like those are the people who they're most comfortable with. Like, mm. I just feel like, you know, for all of Virginia's hooping and hollering, like she is not as close <laughs> to Paige as she thinks she is. Yeah. Um, and so I think just I guess col- for like between the options, Clara, Virginia and Haley, it makes sense. Like, yeah. I'd like you think I'm about to talk to, to I would want to talk to Brie. <laughs> like, I would just be like, look, shit's going down. Let's have a Let's have a conversation. Um, so they have a meetup. Um, I have my notes that Brie looks gorgeous. I can't remember what she was wearing, but she just looked really pretty. I think she had on maybe like a bodysuit and some shorts mm, or something. Yeah. I just liked her overhaul look. Um, so basically, yeah. they have a very candid conversation where Brie is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, like basically, Brie has questions. Like, she's just and like, she how should. did this happen? How long were him and this girl engaged? Um, Brie is cursing and she is upset. And I, 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 I was hoping that Paige would give us a little bit of a little bit of action, a little something behind the eyes. And I was getting she's nothing. still in shock. Paige is like, I don't know what to do. I think she's also conflicted from a religious standpoint, too, of like, oh, why? Like, why is this being given to me? Like, I don't know what to do with it. Well, she keeps saying, like, the experts matched us for a reason. And I'm like, Paige, She's at this standing point, on that. She is very committed to that. And I don't know why. These experts don't know you from Adam. They right, know I'm you, like, but they don't. And I'm like, I don't know why you think this pastor and this, you know, doctor of sociology 
and this sex <laughs> therapist know exactly, you know, who you should be with. I'm sorry. But like y'all putting these putting your fate in these people's hands, I, I don't think it's wise. So Paige yeah. is just, she says she doesn't know if she can continue. I, I'm just like, girl. But it's, yes, I was going to say, um, I noticed that in both of them talking, but Brianna and Vincent were asking the same questions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes. they're both trying to get that timeline figured out. I was kind of pissed that when Chris talked to Vincent, he just came right out and said it as mm-hmm. opposed to when he beat around the bush with Paige for whatever, two hours, three hours, four hours, exactly. however long he kept her in suspense before he told her. Yeah. Yeah. The, the timeline that was established is they were engaged in February, broke up in May. Um, and let's see what else. And then he got he, married in August. Yeah. He got married in August. It's all been, this guy moves fast, which mm-hmm. is a, a downfall. Um, I have that Chris is talking about he wants to have a full family. Mm-hmm. Mm. He oh. thinks like, he wants his kid to have a, a, a family, you know, did like you, their parents together. Did, did you like something? the question? Uh, this was a question that stuck me where Vincent mm-hmm. asked him if him and Paige have been intimate. Did you catch that? Oh, uh-uh. Okay, so Vincent asked him if they were intimate and... Chris says yes. He says the first night, second night, morning, morning <laughs> one, morning one, and then no, two times in the morning. So they were they had sex first night, second night, twice in the morning. So then Champagne Vinny, aka Vincent, says, Oh, y'all went at it. I mean, Vincent is just trying to figure out what the hell is going on like the rest of us. I think he's also like, what the fuck are you doing? Because you're saying you're not attracted to this girl, yet you're blowing her back out. And like... I mean, Izzy though... She seems to want to keep having sex with him. So I don't know what she's just. She doesn't know what she wants. I don't know, girl. (laughs) So anyways, let's just wrap them up because it's, it's it's, it's whatever you guys... You guys saw it. It's trash. Paige ends that whole spiel with saying, God didn't intend for us to be in this world alone. I'm so tired uh, of her. Let's um, go back to Virginia and Eric at the pool. Yes, let's just go back to them because I'm tired. So then they're at the cabana, which looks great. It looks like a great cabana. Um, she immediately walks up and is like, um, he says, what are we missing? And she says, probably some alcohol. Yeah, um, she's ordering shots and Vegas bombs. Yeah, they get Vegas bombs. I don't think I've ever had a Vegas bomb before. Never heard of it, but hey, when in Vegas, I would get one, you know, if yeah. I were to go. So but I don't know. that's on brand for Virginia. Yeah. So they quickly have like a conversation um, about, about her friends. Eric um, is truly disgusting. Eric is a misogynist. Like he is yes. a key, like... Southern Christian MAGA, like women should be in the kitchen barefoot cooking sandwiches, and like he's he's out there working. Like he is a true, true white Southerner through. But the thing that got me, I feel like he was trying to like romanticize this viewpoint of Mm -hmm. like what did he say? He said all the things in my life I've put into place, and you were the last one. And like like now you have like it's kind of like you have to fit into this mold that I left for you. Otherwise, you are. He basically said, like, if this life doesn't work for you, then like, you know, we don't need to be together. Yeah. And so apparently Virginia has a male roommate 
and and it has a lot of guy friends was what it sounds like because she's she should why shouldn't she like yeah exactly (laughs) so eric is very adamant that he has certain rules for how guys operate and he thinks that she can't have guy friends because unless they're gay or unless they're dating one of her other friends then she can have friends. Yeah. Um, so what I got from that is he's the kind of person that thinks like everybody is attracted to like everybody. Does that make sense? Or like mm-hmm. someone that's bi is attracted to all women and all men. Like you can't have yeah. non-attraction ever. Or, yes. Or basically saying like if a man sees a woman and he's friends with her, there is no friendship. He just wants to fuck her. Like basically that's it. Yeah. That's it. Unless he's gay. Yes. Unless he's gay or is married. And I'm just like, Eric, you're such an idiot. That doesn't even make sense because people sleep with their friends, partners all the time. So I don't even know why that's okay. Like, anyways, (laughs) he's not clearly not thinking straight, but this like really ticks Virginia off. It seems like she's trying to be okay with it, I guess, and thinking she can change his mind, but he seems pretty fixed. Yeah, he's... She also uh... seems a little baffled of like... What kind of archaic thoughts are you having? Yes. Like, she was definitely taken aback. Like, she was just like, so you're a pretty jealous person then, right? Like, she thought, I think she thought through that shit. I'm I'm hoping. Because she was just like, my friends, like, they don't view me like that. Like, that's not what this is. And he was just like, well, if you break my trust, just know I'm done. I'm like, just shut up, Eric. Like, oh, the more he speaks, the more I'm just like, red flags, red flags, red flags. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty cringy um, in that scene. And then we cut away from there. And where do we go next? Um, so basically, or what do you have? Well, Claire and Ryan, I have very minimal notes on there. They have another dinner as well as Brie and Vincent. And those conversations are pretty much the same. Um, Claire and Ryan just still with this questions and answers. I honestly can't tell if they're attracted to each other. I, I can't tell. I think there's an underlying attraction there, but they seem to have some pretty big differences. One of the things I noted from their second dinner was that he um, has never lived with anyone. Mm-hmm. And she's, I think she's a bit messy or something like that, she was saying. And he feels like he can, like they were talking about when they finished the honeymoon and the moving part. Um, right. She feels like he's not ready. And I would agree because he seems just very like, regimented predictable kind of guy um even when they were doing his introduction and he's like i eat the same thing i work out at the same time i just do the Mm -hmm. same thing every day and that's the way he likes his life and she's very like fly by the seat of your pants kind of girl she's gonna shake things up for him um he says he's ready so i guess we'll see but that's really all i took out of that conversation and then with brianna and vincent um I have their comparing notes. <clears throat> they ended up having some sex and consummated mm-hmm. their marriage. Vincent is like glowing. Yes, he really is. <laughs> he, like he, he just—he's beside himself, shining. Um, in this episode, when they have the dinner, he's like trying to like woo her. Yeah, I mean, he literally says, "Last night was like magic to me." I'm like, my god, he's <laughs> having do. He's doing like a lot of cute shit. Um, which, you know, it's, a, it's her honeymoon. It's like it's very puppy cute, But here's where he lost me. He says, mm. and I quote, we're more than husband and wife. We're a match made in heaven. <laughs> it was like a bunch of cute shit, but like, really is that cute? <laughs> I'm sorry. But if my, really if my husband of day four <laughs> says that to me, I would burst into laughter. <laughs> 
And like she held her own. And I and I, I appreciate Brie because she did not laugh. I swear it looked like she wanted to, but she didn't. <laughs> he was pulling out all the stops. I was like, he is so look at him. He's so cute. He's trying so hard. Oh, oh my, my god. I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. So let's just go to you wanna just go right to that group fiasco, that group Which exchange group? where all oh. the couples are together. Because that's really the meat of, is the, that the, of the remainder. Dinner? Is this the last thing we have for this episode? I think so. I think it's. Are, okay. were, were they eating? Or were they? No, they were just sitting like at tables, right? With drinks. I think they like had a table with some drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because... if that's really relevant, but they were, yeah. They said out. Yeah. yeah. So they all are there. It's like a couple meetup. Um, they all kind of like go, um, each couple kind of like talks about like their experience and how they're feeling. I noticed that Haley and Jacob, like Haley just looked so out of it. Um, <laughs> when Jake was talking, she is not into this relationship at all. I don't know um, who Haley feels connected to within the cast. It doesn't sound like she feels close to anyone. Like she's yes. just like a, a lone ranger at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then we get like little convos. Um, we get something from... Ryan and Clara, I didn't take a lot of notes of. I wrote, I'm getting friend zone vibes because I don't really know, like, I just don't see the attraction, but maybe others do. I don't know. Um, so then we get to Paige and Chris, and they kind of just give us a blank stare. Um, mm -hmm. And Paige basically says, you know, it hasn't been great, but, you know, it's been challenging, but I'm encouraged by our faith. Um, and so everyone's looking at her like, well, what the fuck's going on? Chris says, I found out some very disturbing news today. And Paige immediately, uh, says, okay, well, it's not disturbing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's not disturbing. You know, it's more shocking. He's like, yeah, you're, you know, you're right. It's shocking. So then he basically says, Goodness. you know, that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant. His ex-fiance is pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so everyone is like just completely rallying around Paige. I don't even think they realized Chris was still there. Um, he, but then Virginia and Eric. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, wait. I think. Okay. No, no, no. Because he he goes off. He leaves. Like he he whispers something in her ear, probably some foolishness, and then he goes over to the sofa <laughs> and puts his head down. The caption says he's crying. I just thought he was sniffling because all I heard was. <sighs> I mean, like, were I didn't hear, hear. Were you going to hear tears? Like, I, I feel like when you're crying, like, I don't think he's crying. This man does not feel empathy or sympathy. Like, he's a sociopath. He's not crying. I don't think he's crying. <laughs> I think he's just <laughs> like, I don't think he's crying. So anyways, um, she goes over there and has to console him. And it's just like, you know, is everything okay? And he's just like, in his talking head, he says that no one is comforting him. He doesn't want to be bothered by these people. Um, he didn't feel like people were supporting them. They were just supporting her. And I'm just like, that's what you're mad about? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just very telling to me. So then your friends, Chris Eric is very concerned about Chris. Yeah, like he's not concerned about her, which is why I'm just like, you're no. not crying. Like, you're pissed because no one is here trying to center you in, in these conversations. They're worried about your wife. So then Eric and Virginia show up. Eric and Virginia show up late. Looks like they've been Because they're drinking. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
shocking. I don't know what Virginia is doing to Eric, but it seems like she's just feeding him drinks Mm -hmm. the whole honeymoon. She's she's getting him lit. He can't handle his liquor, and she, you know, she's doing her best. I don't know how much she's drinking to his drinks. I would say two to one. Right. Girl. So, yeah. So, they basically, uh, they're not reading the room at all. They're just like, oh, my God, we, we get along so well. We haven't had any problems. Um, Eric says, you know, oh, you know, we haven't had sex yet, but it could happen at any time. Um, <laughs> so then he looks over to Chris, who's looking, you know, stoic. And Eric is like, oh, my God, Chris, man, what's going on? Oh, I hate the way he talks to Chris. And I don't know if that's just me, but. Eric I, talks to everyone like that. Yeah. Like, to yeah. like that. He talks to Chris like that. He talks to him with like this air of like, I am the, the person who knows what to like. Everything is my. I know everything. It's it gives me like privilege. Like it's it's more, and not even privilege, just privilege, yeah. but it's more just like like I'm I'm in control of the situation. I know what's best. And Eric so is the great white hope and yes, should listen to him. Yes, he is the great white savior. And so Chris, you know, tells them, you know, you guys missed it, but I found out that my ex is pregnant, blah blah blah. So then Virginia's like, Well, is it yours? And I was just like, Virginia inappropriate Virginia. completely inappropriate like especially y'all, like you don't know this situation and like, you don't know this man you just met him five days ago we're on day four still i think but yes same point like i'm just Virginia like shocked I, I, off the rails and she's yeah. like kind of laughing about the situation like well like what's going on kind of thing like i get that but i feel like that could have been something that she could have bit her tongue on mm-hmm. i mean honestly like it it really was and again this is going to carry us into the next episode but like mind your business like especially mind your business of strangers because it's like yeah. you don't really know these people and so then eric starts like grabbing chris's leg and it's like it's okay dude you know it's okay relax it's gonna be okay and i'm like uh, whoa why are you touching him and i'm oh god i really didn't like it um i didn't like it so overall this 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 is how that's how we leave the episode with them at this group discussion um overall i don't know if anyone can kind of tell but like my thoughts about Paige are definitely um kind of changing i think in the beginning i was very like concerned for her and just wanted the best for her I, th- I thought that she was super sweet and kind and you know just a great person I think she's all that but I also think that she has been blinded um by the church mm. notice I did not say I did not say Christianity I did not say Jesus the Lord I said the church because I feel like the churches that she is obviously engrossed in we all know the church is deeply rooted in misogyny <laughs> And, you know, they sit there and they want these women to just go through all these storms and trauma for a good man. And you don't have to do any of that. So I don't really. I I just feel like this is this. I feel like her presence here is showing us what the church can do to women who are vulnerable. I'll say Mm. that. Yeah, I'll say that. It's, It's very tough to watch Paige go through this whole situation and justify um that she should be going through this or that she should have to go through this because i just i wouldn't do it I, nope <laughs> yeah i don't think i would have went to dinner i would have been on my solo vacation in vegas until it was time for me to go um yeah. so this would have been done 
So that's pretty much episode six. I know we discussed we were going to do episode seven, but to be perfectly frank, episode seven is a whole doozy in its own. (laughs) And I think that may recall, I think that may be a, a separate episode because it is fucking intense. I think we should keep going with episode seven because I think we can cover it all today. Okay, great. Well, let's go for it then. Onward and upward. So Onward and upward. We are moving forward. Married at first sight. We're introduced to Clara and Ryan. They are eating breakfast in their room. They've got a little bit of room service. They're giving us a little chit-chat about morning routines. Wow, riveting. Um, Ryan says in his talking head that it feels like a great first date. <laughs> Which is very interesting. Uh, another round of Q&As from Claire and Ryan. Uh, the question asked is, what is your favorite high school memory? Uh, Clara says that she was in show choir uh, and she loved being the center of attention. And Ryan said that he was the class clown. What did you think Can about you that, Can you believe Jane? that? <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, He doesn't clown. seem very, like, comical. But honestly, like, he, you know, because he did speak about how, like, he was one of the few uh, minority students, so I'm pretty sure they just put So was he cooning? Role. I'm pretty... <laughs> is, that, is that what he's trying to say? No, I'm, I'm not saying the man was cooning. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe, you know... It, Sometimes you appear funnier when you're with a crowd of people who culturally are are different from Mm. you. And I'll I'll just keep it at that, you know. (laughs) I'm curious to see what kind of jokes were being told. Um, But I guess we'll never know. Um, So then they both mentioned MySpace and their AOL. um, Their AIMs. Their AIMs scream names. And I'm like, (laughs) hold on. How old are y'all? How old are they again? How are they? Are they our age? I deleted that out of my notes. Uh, well, I just was confused because I was like, I'm like 30. Did you not have an aim? I did, but that I thought that was my like my age group. Like I thought that was our thing. And if they're a couple years younger, I, I guess I was wondering how old they were because you know Paige is 26, um, and so she wouldn't have been. Oh. In that. So that's why I was kind of confused. I'm assuming Eric. I'm sorry, Eric. Ryan must be at least my age. I feel like there was, like, AOL Instant Messenger, and then, like, AIM had a revamp sometime after that, I feel like. Like, before it was super basic, and then, like, it, like, got a jump somewhere after. Okay, maybe. All right, well, I was just confused, because I was like, wait, Paige is 26, this man's Maybe they were just, like, young and following, like, their older friends, and, like, decided they needed a screen name to, to communicate with people. Okay, well, so be it. So... So then she starts talking about her ex and kind of like her dating history. Uh, And she mentions that she and her ex were together for three years. And then she got on the dating apps. And basically now she's just very happy because, again, she couldn't ask for a better match. Um, Gag me. So she's she's really into him. She says that she's a big L word gal. Uh, Mm -hmm. She finds love easily. And he... um, basically says that that is not the case for him and that people kind of just throw that word around, which I totally agree. Um, so yeah, we ended with that. I think she was a little, um, I don't know. I think she was a little sad about that. Yeah. I think she's like kind of a little perplexed and I feel like if you get with someone that's never had an experience like, Oh, I've never been in love. It's kind of like, well, 
that's a big responsibility now, like on me as your wife to like make you fall in love with me. Like, I guess you should say you love me sometime, but. I mean, I guess if she's insecure, she'd probably feel that way. So I would hope that she would kind of just let the relationship kind of just play out instead of just, yeah. you know. I don't think it. she'll push it, but I feel yeah. like it is like a little bit of pressure there. Like, yeah, that's true. I'd be wondering. If it was me, not that I'm going to force you to say it, but I'd be like, do you love me or what are you doing? <laughs> like, how long has his relationships been where he's never been in love? That's true because he never says, like, she specifically states that she and her ex were together for three years. He hasn't mentioned anyone. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I mean, curious. if he's only dated people for like a couple weeks, I understand. But if he's dated somebody for a couple years and never fallen in love, I'd be like, I mean, you know, sometimes, mm. you know, things happen. I don't know. That actually would be kind of strange. Yeah, that's um, all I'm saying. Like, I would feel concerned. Yeah. So then we move forward with the group girl outing. Um, well, actually, just group period, okay. because the guys get together as well. The girls are making cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys are playing craps. I actually would have preferred to learn how to play craps, but, you know, whatever. Is craps a game you actually have to learn to play? I thought you just roll a 7 or roll a 11. Well, I mean, I would have it. Well, I think they were teaching them more about strategy, maybe. And, like, I don't know. Maybe okay. there's some hidden things. I don't know, but I've always wanted to learn craps because it looks so cool. <laughs> I don't want to make a fucking cocktail. You can learn craps on the corner. And you can make a cocktail on the corner. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, you, if you want to learn craps, girl, we can go downtown and we can get a game no. going. Downtown. <laughs> okay, so then. I'm telling you, there's some brothers playing craps right now. So the gals are making cocktails. I don't know if you caught this. Virginia completely spilled her first drink. I don't know if she was already drunk. Um, I think both Virginia and Eric were already drunk on these <laughs> group outings. So she spilled her first drink. Um, Brianna, um, they all kind of talk about their guys. Brianna mentions Champagne Vinny. Um, and she basically says that he's unstructured. Uh, she said that she was trying to get dressed, get ready for the outing. And he was kind of lollygagging. And she was basically trying to push him to, like, I guess, get going. And he wasn't. Yeah, um, she yeah. said there was like 10 minutes left and he was like scrolling on the phone instead of getting in. He still had to get in the shower and get dressed before they were supposed to be at the group date, which it seems like you could be late because Virginia and Eric, but. And also it's, it's your honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't. I mean, <laughs> okay, Brie. I don't know what the call time was for this part, but. But also like he a grown man. So I just, I don't know. So she was basically trying to push him and. Honestly, like, I don't know. So then Vincent, you know, we flash back to him, you know, at the craps table. And, you know, he's saying that the vibe is amazing, but that she's bossy. And he can see it Which being an issue. was already disclosed to him upon meeting her. I mean, it was in the, the, in, the friend's speech. I mean, in everybody's yeah. speech. In her vows. I mean, it was everywhere. So uh, A little bossy, Brie. I'm not sure why we're shocked here. Um, Haley and Jacob. So Haley is saying that. Honestly, I cannot read Haley at all. I don't know what's going on in her mind. <laughs> she says that it's a weird adjustment um, and that she needs to be alone to recharge, which I totally mm. understand. I'm the same way. Yeah, um, I think it's been a, probably been a lot. You know, it's like four days with him as quirky as he is. Mm-hmm. is probably a lot. Yeah, a lot it. to adjust to. And then also filming and the groups and not being able to like choose your own stuff to do on your honeymoon, exactly. you know, or to just like lay in bed and have sex if you wanted to, like, 
I don't know. Yeah. Not that she wants to, but she might just want to stay in the hotel and let him go explore Vegas. I'm sure he's finding like some shows to go to and stuff. Like, like literally, like sometimes you just need to walk down the strip to just clear yeah. your mind, you know? So like, I actually really understand like what she's saying. Um, and then Jacob, um, he basically says that he's, he mentions that Haley has a lot of friends and she's been doing a lot of FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have that many friends. I told no. you that's why he didn't have a passport. He doesn't have any friends. <laughs> and he basically says that, you know, where will he fit into all of that? And I don't know. I I felt like he was trying to say something more. Like, I think he was feeling some type of way about her talking to her friends maybe a lot. I don't know. I don't know. It sounded to me like he was feeling a bit insecure of, like, mm-hmm. she has all these people that she's close to. It seems like a lot of people are close to her, but why can't I be close to her? Yeah. But, like, yeah, you just yeah. met her, so... Um, so then Eric, um, who is clearly intoxicated, <laughs> can't form a sentence. He, I don't I, even know what he's trying to say. I think he basically says, I'm on cloud nine. It's been perfect. The greatest thing I've ever had. And then I also have on my notes, he can't talk. He's wasted. Yes. I was like, is he drunk or is he high? Because so then, yeah, I'm, he maybe seems both. heavily it's, intoxicated. I don't know. Do they? They've never mentioned edibles because you know it's legal in Vegas. So I'm actually. But can they that... talk about that for the show purposes? Oh, that's that's a true question. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I really don't know. Honestly, some Chris could have used an edible because I mean, <laughs> I wish it's... they had. I wish they had made that detour. Quite honestly, but um, so Ryan basically says that moderation is a good rule of thumb. Um, in reference to drunkard Eric um. Ryan seems like he doesn't drink like he seems like he likes to be in control a lot yeah like he's very and as someone who kind of like I like to be in control of my body so I don't really like to get super intoxicated because who knows what will happen um but I totally understand what Ryan is saying Chris basically asked him he's like are you drunk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like are you chocolate wasted like you pretty much it's asked pretty him. obvious and honestly they had a fine that interaction was fine between them so i don't know if maybe like maybe everybody's cool and we don't even really know it because like even mm. that interaction like it seemed like it seemed fine like i didn't get any animosity from it so i don't know I, I, yeah I, don't know. I mean i but think also it's... eric was drunk so who knows yeah i think chris is like it seems like he's being patient with them and always giving them a chance to start anew mm-hmm. every time they interact. And it like, depending on how they're feeling for Jane and Eric is how it goes. Yeah. Like if they're feeling confrontational or not. Mm-hmm. So then we get to Virginia, uh, Virginia oh, goodness. finally starts to, um, you know, really open up to the gals and basically says that she is concerned uh, about a few things with Eric. She says that he is quote unquote, Southern conservative. And that Which she we is, knew. and she is pro-choice, pro-gay. Her sister's gay. Like she's pro-everything essentially. So she's very concerned about that aspect of their relationship. And then we get a flashback that we never saw of her <laughs> crying to Clara about how Eric wants her to not have any guy friends, and she's crying, saying that she's not giving up her guy friends. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, again. <laughs> I don't think, like, I was still liking her at this point because I was like, he's mm-hmm. really not being super fair with her and allowing her, like, her independence. Yeah. And she seems, like, before him, like, she was kind of just living her own life, doing her own thing, and now she's, she, it seems like he's trying to, like, uh, stifle that. 
mm-hmm. that part of her, which makes me a little sad for her. Yeah. So um, basically, I think all the gals, um, they start talking about Paige. Ugh, Paige just looks. Uh, my notes I have blocked. <laughs> I just put, Again, I have sad, dead behind defeated, the eyes. I have low confidence. Um, she's just, you know, it's like she's not even there. Uh, I forgot to mention that Haley mentions that she and um, Jake had sex. Yes, they did. She mentions it kind of in a weird way, though, I thought, for, like, her demeanor. Like, she's kind of jokey about it. Yeah, it was very, like, I couldn't, again, with I can't read her, so I couldn't tell if this was, like, a forced happiness or, like, some type of forced jokeness because she's she's like, ah, she's like, yeah. We had we sex, did it. we had been drinking, and it happened. And I was like, so how do we feel about this? Yeah. She didn't say if it was, like, good sex or bad sex or, like, just drunk, drunk sex. She was like, we did it, but I guess I we'll know, come girl. back to them. Oof, I don't know. Um, so we we cut back to the guys, and basically they ask Chris, you know, how's how are things going? And Chris is basically like, well, nothing has really changed since last night. <laughs> since um, yesterday. He said he's been trying to reassure her that he wants her. Um, and then Eric, you know, um, what do we call Eric? Uh, basically, the white savior rolls in and mm, says, yeah, it's a great white okay? hope. He asks if she'll stay with him and that. You know, he basically says that Chris needs to man up uh, and quote unquote says that girl right there. She's here for you. You need to man up. And again, he is drunk as a skunk, three sheets to the wind and doesn't have any business running his mouth about what Chris is doing at this point. And so now Chris is mad because he's like, what the fuck do you mean man up? I mean, essentially, he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, like, I don't what? I really don't feel like much has changed in 24 hours that <laughs> that would create the need for Eric to say that. Ugh, it wasn't like right. Chris was like, well, fuck my baby mama or anything like for Eric to be like, you need to man up. So I'm not sure where that's coming from. It seems a little bit like projecting because Eric seems to have very strong ideas about men and women in traditional mm-hmm. roles. Definitely. Yeah. So that was an interesting conversation. Um, so then we get a little bit of time with Haley and Jacob. Um, this is a very just awkward tough conversation to have lots of silence. I think she was drinking water and like, man, she was really <laughs> chugging it. Um, she had like that Fiji. <laughs> Like she was really I was like, it. oh, wow. I took note um, of that, too. I was like, hmm, this is strange. She was thirsty. Um, <laughs> so basically, Haley says in her talking head that she's having trouble adjusting, um, which I understand. She says that he's a good guy, but she's just having some difficulty adjusting to married life. Um, so after what seems to be at least five full seconds of silence, um, hmm. Jacob asks about living together. <laughs> Jacob is he's really all in and I'm liking him but he he's he's like really giving it a go he's giving it you know giving it some effort and honestly like this conversation I do really think that Jake is all in and I think that Haley is uncomfortable with that um she speaks a lot about how she's very independent and she's definitely not the clingy type, which I really Mm. know some type of way about that. But he basically responds with, you know, he's having trouble gauging what level of affection is appropriate with her. 
um, because he's not sure if she's comfortable, you know, with with intimacy. Yeah. And he said that it seems like she is kind of reserved and that he's initiated pretty much everything. Um, and she looks like she's about to cry. And she just <laughs> says that it's something that she needs to work on. And I'm just like, wait, you guys had sex. But now you're now you're feeling like you need to take a step back. Like, I think the sex was not good. I yeah, I mean, I feel like, of course, like sex early on in a relationship can really change things. And I don't know if they would have had sex had they not been drinking or or married. Right. Um, But I do appreciate him like bringing these concerns to the table. I thought that was very vulnerable and intimate of him to be like, Mm -hmm, what's what's going on? Like, I can't get a read on you. No one else can either. None of the girls are close to you. Like, nobody knows what you're thinking. And I think she probably knows that's one of her her weaknesses where she, Mm -hmm. like, doesn't or struggles to open up in new situations. And she can kind of maybe, like, give a little push and pull or no. But I wish she would say that. Like, it's one thing to be feeling like, you know, like, I'm feeling like, you know, I, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm so used to being alone. I wish you would just say to him, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I kind of have a lot of emotions right now just with us in our space, us being together all the time, us being married. This is difficult for me. If you could just give me some grace, you know, maybe we can try things day by day. Like, just be patient with me. She's not really giving him, like, that. Like, she's just yeah. being very quiet and just like, I don't know, I need to work on it. Like, I, I need her to be a, a little bit more expressive about her needs. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if she could vocalize what she's feeling. I don't know if she's that, um, <laughs> like, emotionally mature to be, to, like, identify her feelings and put words mm-hmm. to them. I don't think so. Um, and yeah. one of the things that stands out to me, like, I know she does a lot of traveling. And I think most of that is, like, by herself. Mm. So the fact that she's been to Vegas before, she might feel like there's things she would like to do or like ways she would like to decompress by herself and she mm-hmm. can't because he's never been. So she has to entertain him essentially. And she yeah. also has to film. It's I feel like it's a lot of pressure for her probably. And she, if she talks about it, she might cry. That's true. You're, you're absolutely right. But again, I feel like I want to know what happened with the sex. Like, Girl, you know what happened with sex. <laughs> like, was he, was he making know, Godzilla noises? You oh. know what happened with the sex. Did he have a fanny pack on? Like, what happened? Because, because if you have sex and it, and, it, and it was great, she would not be looking like that. Yeah, it's just, I feel like that's confusing for him, though, because she probably wasn't affectionate before sex, and then she was probably affectionate during sex and then pulled back again. And well, so I mean, maybe he thought, be, like, it, sex was putting things in the right direction. But now I need him to think and be like, well, damn, we just had sex, we were intimate, and now she's pulling back even further. What does this mean? Because it certainly does not mean that the sex was good, Jake. I'm, I'm not saying it was great. I'm just saying, like, again, communication. Like, if the sex wasn't well, great, be like, well. Yeah, and honestly, like, is it going to be great that early? Like, I just feel like they barely know each other. She already is not really into it. And then you have this this extremely intimate act i can't imagine that that would make it any better like and it and that's what baffles me with our next couple um chris and Paige, who apparently are as champagne Uh. said getting an in and i'm just like y'all need to like (laughs) each other 
that's the thing you don't have to like each other to have sex with each other once you've already crossed that sorry, barrier or even respect i guess i i guess my my the word should be respect um, I feel like Paige feels obligated to have sex with him because they're married and he is taking advantage of it. Oh my God. So that's a hot take, but that's how I feel about it. So I have some quotes for us to start off our Christmas <sighs> section. Um, or are they, are they eating again? I don't think they were eating. Um, I or think having like more was, discussion. No, they were laying in the bed. They were in the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, he basically commends her uh, for how she's been handling this hell that he's put her in. Those were his words. His he's words. Like, manipulative. I um, can't. He stand said it's it. just remarkable, and he said, "You, you know, I, I'm just so grateful that you're in my life." Um, bye bye. Get out of my face. He also says, "Your wife comes before everybody." So then they start talking about her dog. His name is Bentley. Um, Bentley. This this conversation was triggering for me because he mm. she basically was like, "Can he sleep in the bed?" And he says, uh, "Absolutely not." Um, but my dog was here first. <laughs> and then he says that she can take care of the dog and he'll just play with him. And then she gets mad. As she <laughs> should. As she should. <laughs> Um, and so basically he's like, if your dog starts chewing my shoes, there's going to be a problem. And she's like, well, he wouldn't do that. But then in my head, I'm like, and if he did, so what, what you going to do? Goodness. What, what are you going to do to my dog? If he chews your shoes? See, this is why I was like, you know what? He's selfish. <laughs> like you knew she had a dog all along. Remember? Cause he was talking about his ex fiance yeah. has, what does Yorkie. she have? A Yorkie, Yorkie or a Yorkie or a poo? A Yorkie or a Morky. A Morky. A Morky, I think. Girl. I bet he took care of that dog. Or maybe he just played with it. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> he knows dogs. I don't know why he's acting like this is brand new. He's never dated no one with a dog. He would have been out the window. Don't talk shit about my dogs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so then they talk about wedding gifts. This was so strange. Um, so basically, I don't know how they got on this. I don't know really where this came from because she said something I think- about... Her parents had given them wedding gifts? Yeah, so they were talking about the moving in together, which happens after the honeymoons, mm-hmm. where, you know, people, they combine their spaces. And Paige was saying, I'll bring the wedding gifts that were given to me. Oh, and then Chris okay. says, well, if it's money, you know, we got to split it 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> so then, and she's like, what do you mean? Right. What do you mean? She's like, what do you mean we're married? So then he starts talking about how he doesn't believe in joint accounts. Um, she says that a joint account is necessary for the bills. He disagrees. Um, and then they, he makes some type of remark about how he makes substantially more than her. Apparently, yeah, he says that I think she makes a quarter of what he makes. I disagree. I don't know how, because I feel like she's in legit business, and I don't I, know what he's really doing. I am a thousand percent sure that that is lies. This reminds me of Michael. From so, <laughs> I wanted to be like, you need to write a number down, because I don't believe you. Are you telling me that a, a graduate from the, what was it from? The, the, manage, the manager, manager school. school. Manager school. Yeah, and, just manager. Um, in Phoenix, <laughs> it, it gives... <laughs> Sorry, I was like, Chris, you 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 gotta be out your fucking mind if you think she makes a quarter. She's an accountant. I mean, I would let him think that he don't need to count my coins. So you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I you do. Make- Pay the bills. <laughs> Believe that I only make a quarter. You're absolutely fucking right. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. 
I would um, let him believe it. Go ahead. Delusions. Just, just, just incredible delusions. So then we, we go to Virginia and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute I w- can we go back to something did what, you page? yeah back to Chris and Paige I don't think there's I think we missed something on episode 6 as I'm looking at my notes uh, or is that episode 6 which episode are we on with them um, which ep- I don't know I'm getting confused I know I'm confusing it with the bachelor but from the week before <laughs> um that when they were like sitting in the bed and he was like, well, since Saturday, I've grown an attraction to you. Do you remember him saying that? Yeah, I do remember him saying that. Um, and I think it was in reference to when like she was it after she prayed over his body or something. She prayed for him this episode. She like laid hands on him and calmed him down <laughs> oh, after all sorry. the other stuff that's going to happen. <laughs> right. But he was like, well, since Saturday, since he, I guess he told her whatever happened, what happened with the ex. He was like, oh, I've grown an attraction to you. I guess because he was trying to say, again, manipulation, oh, how girl. she handled it so well and how she hasn't smacked him upside his head <laughs> every, t- every time she's <laughs> laid eyes on him. But it just seemed like really disingenuous. There was like no emotion behind it. And you see the way he talks. He doesn't yeah. have like any any uh inflection in his voice or any like excitement behind his eyes and she doesn't have any either at this point (laughs) i mean honestly that's kind of why it's just so difficult to recap them because i'm getting nothing from yeah it's just like people talking yeah it's just them saying words i get nothing from him i get nothing from her i don't even know i don't know what yeah (laughs) i feel like that was a hail mary though of like well i've got an attraction to you since saturday since saturday And he said, I think he did say it was a spiritual attraction or tried to like, you know, what is temper a, it down. What, what is a spiritual attraction? At, I love the way know. you love God. Let us That's know what, what that means. Okay, let's get back to this week. We need to figure out the names of these episodes. I'll look that up. Okay, so Virginia and Eric, this is literally like a scene from The Hangover. There are drinks everywhere, empty bottles. It looks fucking disgusting. I bet all of this was Virginia's idea. And so Virginia, like, tries to pick up a glass and it's sticky. I was disgusted. So then Eric, my God, his talking head, he looks so defeated, so sad. He basically says that he doesn't really drink. um, And this new behavior is not like him. You know, he's concerned that this is the way their relationship will continue moving forward. He is not, you know, a drinker. He can't. He loves his career. He can't get fired. He's so, you know, he's concerned. And so Virginia keeps it a stack with him. (laughs) (laughs) She wants him to drink with her Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Her and her friends drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I made a note on that, too. And I was like, that is a... Like, clinically qualifies as binge drinking. Well, it's college. Like, that's what you do in college. Is she in college? She's 26, right? Is she still in college? That's what I'm saying. Like, she's 26. That's what we did in college. We drank. We start. It started Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We recruited. But she's not in college anymore, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So that's why I'm like, are your friends in college? Are y'all just, like, just keeping that that lifestyle going? Because this doesn't make any sense. No adult. That's the thing. This man has to work. He can't be drunk. (laughs) Plane. like he this can't be says, hung over he literally said i have a career that i enjoy this bitch walking into work late 15 minutes every fucking day <laughs> obviously you don't give a damn about your career but he does 
she has the kind of job where she can. They know she's going to be late, but he, he, they're like on two different wavelengths, yeah. I think yeah. is a big issue here. And he made a but really she, great comment where he says that he thinks he has a better understanding of what a marriage is. Um, mm. And to some extent, I agree with him in regards to the drinking, not in mm. regards to anything else. But then with this drinking, I'm like, Virginia, this is not sustainable, my love. It, it, yeah. It's not. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, that's some frat shit. I was like, girl, <laughs> this is And you mess. know she's not having just a glass of wine. That's right. the thing. Like, if she was, like, a glass of wine a night, I might be like, okay, that's chill. But from the looks of the room, it looks like Virginia is having a good time every time. Yeah. 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 So that conversation was funny to me. Because Eric was like, look, girl. I can't I can't hang with you anymore. I mean just the scene, the the bottles are I was like, this is gross. She's very like wild and he's trying to tame her. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Alright, where do we go next? Who are we talking about? So we got Brie and Champagne Vinny next. Um What's ha- I don't have any notes from them for this episode. I feel like they're just the same every time I see them. So basically, you know, the the drama this week was that, you know, they had a little altercation. Um, basically he said that she's been bossy with him and that he's trying to be patient, but sometimes he's not. Oh, patient. right, right, right. Um, she says that he doesn't pay attention sometimes. She says she has to call his name a bunch of times for him to acknowledge that she's saying something. Yeah. She's probably talking a lot though. She seems to be chatty. Girl, hello. <laughs> I'm sure she got something to say all the time. <laughs> So then he says that he likes to take his time and he doesn't like to be rushed. And honestly, like, I, I get that. I am actually, I feel like I used to be Brianna in a sense where I was like, come on, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. But now, like, as I get older, I'm yeah. like, we got to be. That's no Tamara, y'all. Tamara be like, let's go. Wait, like, this I'm is like, the time. time. I, I will say if I set a time, then like, that's the time. But, as, but <laughs> I will say with my partner, I'm, I'm a lot more chill because I don't want to be like overbearing. And mm-hmm. with Brie, like, I can see that becoming a thing. How long did it take you to not, to fight against <laughs> that with your partner? Because that she's newly be, married. Yeah. She's only I mean, four days in. That's true. It's, it's going to take some time for her. It took me probably, like, a couple years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, really, like, let go of that. It, it, like, slowly and surely, it really did take some time. So, like, I actually going to, I'm going to give her some grace because, again, she yeah. don't know this man. Like, she literally just met him. I think um, he is really good at giving her feedback about it, though. Yeah. I mean, kind he said of. last episode that, you know, he's on cloud nine or, you know, he's it's magic whenever they're together. Yeah, that was the that was episode uh, episode five. We're doing he five said, and six. We're not we're not husband and wife. We're a match made in heaven. A match made in heaven. Yeah. He, so, yeah I, I think he's, he's smitten. For now. Yeah, I don't know if it'll keep going. If she keeps doing it, like when she was telling him to clean his face or whatever, I was that like, was girl. <laughs> I was like, alright, She had her little face face cleansing pads yeah, and she was, was like, like, Can you put this in the trash can? Thank you. And, and she was like, just well, like, don't leave it there. She's like, we'll throw I'm like, okay, girl, we're it's getting a little uncomfortable now. <laughs> it's a little Speaking hard to watch. Speaking of uncomfortable, mm. we're moving towards uh, the ATV outing. So we okay, have, who goes ATVing? So we have Chris and Paige, uh, Chris and Virginia Paige. and Eric. And Clara and Ryan, right? Yes, yes. And Haley and Jacob are They're not taking there. a breather? 
Yeah, I guess maybe she took a walk out on the strip to clear. Her Where mind. are Brianna and Vincent? They're also taking a breather. No, they went skydiving. They did a sky factory. Oh, right, right, right. They did like I fly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So okay. We got these three couples. Um, so they're they get into these ATVs. Again, I'm a little confused because they don't look like ATVs to me. Um, mm, I don't know what like they are. They're kind of just like because they've got a they've got like passenger seats and like they've got actual seats for one thing. So like I was kind of oh. confused. I don't um, know what those are, dune buggies? Yeah, that's what I thought they were, but whatever. So they're driving. All the men are driving. I, I guess that's just the way it is. <laughs> it's the manly thing to do. <laughs> um, so then they stop, and then we have a little group uh, conversation with Chris, Clara, and Virginia. Now, I don't know where those other people walked off to that quickly, <laughs> but I did wonder how Chris got isolated with Virginia and Clara, and I felt a little concerned for him, truthfully. Production. It doesn't seem like a safe situation for him to be in. No, it's not. But I, I really think it was production. So basically, they have a, a conversation that was just not, was doomed to fail from jump. I mean, yeah. basically, Virginia is coming on a little strong here to say that she just met Paige five days ago um, and has really kind of taken her under her wing and is really concerned for her safety. Stop it. Um, she says, you're lucky she's so strong. We want to have her back. Uh, both of y'all are closed off, it seems. Virginia, what a girl. <laughs> no. Virginia. Um, this is what I'm saying. That That's exactly, exactly why it wasn't a safe situation for Chris to be in. And I'm not a Chris fan, but I definitely wasn't a fan of Virginia in this moment. Like, no. And at least just, Clara, it seemed like Clara kind of took a step back. Uh, because at yeah, first she was just like, what are your plans? Should. And then once he kind of got a little, like, a little heated, she backed up. Because I think she read the situation and was like, you know what? Why am I in this? But again, is Virginia under the influence of anything? She had to be. Because, like, she was... She's really uninhibited. Like, she was truly, like, semi-bucking on him? Like, it's too much. And so he starts getting very upset. And he basically says, I don't appreciate the fake concern, especially from you and and your husband. And to yeah. be perfectly frank, far be it for me to agree with Socio Chris, <laughs> but I agreed with him. It is fucking fake concern. Y'all don't know Paige? That's the thing. And Paige has not confided in Virginia, exactly. as far as I know. So I don't know where Virginia is coming from. Like, oh, Paige, 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 Paige. Mm-hmm. When it's like, if if you saw Paige on the street any before this ever happened, you would not have any care or concern for her. She would have never seen said a word wouldn't have looked twice so then virginia keeps running her mouth and says that it doesn't sound like you're doing well by her um it doesn't sound like it from her uh which is not a great thing to say um as this is happening the body language is just it's remarkable clara is sitting on like i guess the tire of the little vehicle and virginia is like leaning in as she's talking to chris kind of like that leaning you do when you put your finger in somebody's face mm-hmm. and chris is really trying to like hold it together but yeah if i was him i would have like, walked away he's almost kind of like did he walk back then walk forward then walk back like it, it, like he was moving like he's it, a little trapped in yeah, this situation yeah like he's kind of like he can't really get out of it so he's basically like i don't owe you an explanation like i don't owe you nothing yeah you're not my wife you're not my friend you are yeah. just somebody that's casting the show with me and then he mentions, you know, that joke that Virginia said about how, you know, is the baby yours? And he was just like, I did not appreciate that. 
And I don't even know if she apologized. She was just like, I don't know. I don't think she even referenced that. Like, I, I think she that. was trying to say, like, that's a valid question. Yeah, but it's like, Virginia, you don't know this It's man. not a question for you, though. Right. <laughs> you don't need that answer. He basically says, well, I'm concerned about you and your drunkard. You, he yeah, like, he was like, you're a drunkard. You're a drunkard, and I'm concerned about you and your husband walking around the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Dr- drunk at you. Oh, my God. Everywhere they go. I fucking Chris was not that. wrong. He's like, you fucking drunker. And she's like, you're right, I am. <laughs> That's the thing, too, that was killing me. Every time he called her a drunker, she was like, I'm never going to say I like to drink. And I was like, you can like to drink and not be drunk every God. time people see you. So then Eric comes over. I guess he realized, you know, like things were not getting better. Great white hope so, again. So fucking drunkard Eric comes up. He's like, man, you know, just calm down, man. I want nothing. I want nothing but the best for you, man. Oh, Again, I, I agree with Chris. It sounds like fake concern to me. You don't yeah. know me. You don't fucking care what happens with me and my wife or my baby or my ex-fiance. So then, like, all of them except for Chris go over to Paige for, for whatever reason. I thought that was really petty. That was so stupid. That pissed me off, honestly. It looked like Paige was minding her own business trying to have some peace and quiet, yeah, and they went and there. brought drama to her. Yeah, like she's sitting there, you know, bacon in the eyes as usual. And then they all come over there. Fucking Claire is crying, talking about, we just went the best for you. I was like, this We're is here so for you. Fake. Let us know if you need anything. I was like, this is so fucking fake. I was like, again, far be it for me to agree with Chris, but y'all are some fake people here. This is all phony. <sighs> So then he comes over upset because he's like, I just told y'all we want some privacy. Now y'all over here crowding around her. Y'all don't like her. These aren't your friends. And like, again, I agree. And again, poor Paige. I mean, poor, poor Paige patient Paige is getting like dragged between all these people. You know Chris what? is pulling her one way. The girls are trying to pull her the other. And Paige, I just want Paige to like stand up and like. Stand up for yourself. You got all these people, all the, and you know, I don't want to make it a race thing, but you got all these fucking white people, these white girls talking over, not even talking over you, but talking in your place, like speaking yeah. for you. Yeah. Like, I wish she would just tell people to like, leave me alone. Yes, get out like, my face. Take control get out of my your, face. Take control of your narrative. Like I was just so just like, this shouldn't be here. So she basically, after all that, she's like, I'm sorry, y'all. So then they get in the bus, girl. Whatever. They get in this 15 passenger van <laughs> and said, Look, Chris and Paige are in the back row. Claire and Ryan are in the middle, and then you have Virginia and Eric in the front. This is very important because we need a divider. Claire and Ryan, because Ryan's staying out of it. Ryan's, Ryan's not in this not shit. Business. And, and honestly, I get it. Ryan's like, this thing got nothing to do with me, and rightfully so. You and Claire is right behind him. She's like, mm-hmm. we're nothing. gonna, we're gonna be right here in the middle. So they get not the bus. interacting. Chris, Chris is at it. He's saying, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I've Chris is standing times. up in the back of the bus. He said, I've asked you several times to mind your fucking business. And again, I agree with you, Chris. You have. He has. He's not and wrong. He gives my favorite line. Y'all thought we was going to have a, a peaceful kumbaya ride? Y'all fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else did this on that other? This was uh, Brandon and Taylor. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, Brandon. He, he, did the same, he, he did a little, a little. Um, that was like a callback. Another well. temper tantrum on the car ride. It wasn't a temper tantrum, but no, I, he, think, I think Brandon really was. No, he was on one. Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. 
Okay, yeah, that's another that episode. Funny. That was, man, what what a scene. So then <laughs> we get to the group dinner. Oh, God. Paige opens up with this fucking monologue. I'm so tired of her, and we'll get to it, but, like, I'm actually really tired of her presence on the show. It's um, become hard to root for her, unfortunately. I really liked her initially, but it's she's hard to take just because she's putting herself through so much. Yeah, so she says that she appreciates everyone for being open, honest, and supportive. Quote, I really do appreciate you all. And I pray that we can have some reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I guess Chris takes a turn to kind of apologize to the people that are there. Virginia and Eric are not there. Yes. They are late. Yes. But Chris takes some time to kind of apologize to everybody else and Phil, uh, Haley and Jacob and Brianna Vincent on what happened while they were on their little ATV date. Chris also reveals that. Once they got back to the room, Paige prayed for him. I guess it sounds like she laid hands on him and, like, you know, <laughs> came at him from a spiritual standpoint that he really understood. Did he say it felt like his grandma or, like, the he other woman in his family? He his grandma first. And his grandma was like, mm. you're married now. You need to get your wife to pray for you. Yeah, and Paige was willing to do that. I feel like that was probably a good moment between them. I'm glad it wasn't filmed because I feel like it would have desecrated the <laughs> just de- completely desecrated know. and made light of the situation but whatever it sounds like they had a moment yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i believe Paige prayed for him whether yes, it, yes, it sunk I, into him i don't know so but then, you know he basically says that you know after that prayer you know it calmed him down and he realized that he needed to publicly apologize to her um mm-hmm. that he didn't plan on getting anyone pregnant and that he has not been a man of God. Mm. So then we we pan to my man Jake, who says that he cannot read Chris, <laughs> and that he's really just waiting for the food. Jacob is chilling. He doesn't. He does scene. not give a shit about any of this. And I said, you know what, Jake? So do I. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like him. He's easy to root for. He's I all in. He's minding his business. <laughs> Jake said, "Where's the food and drinks?" I That's came because I, I thought there would be food. Right. I don't need this fellowship. But, so, yeah. Then Chris apologizes to Ryan and Clara. I honestly don't recall what he said. He kept saying, I owe you an apology, but he never apologized. I think he think- was... Paige apologized, I thought, for his behavior. But he I never says, I'm it. sorry. He keeps saying, I owe you an apology. But those words in itself are not an apology. <laughs> are not an apology? Yeah. <sighs> I guess acknowledging the poor behavior is something. It's just not an apology. Mm-hmm. Chris has a lot on his mind because these <laughs> these people are attacking him. Enter Eric in Virginia, late, oh, drunk. Girl. And then again, oh my, what was she wearing? I don't know. She looked a little disheveled to me. Like, were you just, like, were you asleep? Did you just have sex? Like, why are you looking the way you're looking? Like, she had on this, like, super short lavender dress. It was giving me Sex in the City Carrie vibes because it was, like, the sex dress. <laughs> Did she have, like, some white stacked heels, too? It was really I can't straight. remember. She had on, like, these really skinny heels that I didn't think we were still doing. Like, I know we're, you know, we we're kind of moving in different directions in terms of fashion. There's no trend COVID. right now. <laughs> and, like, there's really less is more and... 
really not like her heels. The whole outfit was was a little dated for me. I'll, I'll just I'll go with that. She um, showed up. Yeah, but she shows up. You know, the, the drunkards show up. You know, drunk as usual, late as usual. Um, and then the great white hope. Are you starting yes. with him? I'm actually going to start with Virginia first because as soon as they sit down, she says, "Paige, do you want one?" Referencing a shot, and I didn't like that. Oh, she was saying, do you want to take shots? Yeah. I think she said like some kind of pump, no, pump the word that had been said before, right? She said, she basically said, well, it's been a long day. I need a shot. And then she said, Paige, do you want one? And I did not hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. <sighs> Again, she's, um, even though I was liking Virginia the last episode, I feel like she really is like provoking yeah. Chris very hard. And I unnecessarily. Her, I just want her to mind her business. That's really it. She can't. You know, that's the thing about Karens is they can't mind their own business. Yes. Like and she truly, seems like she's a baby Karen. She's a little she Karenette. Really is. She is. Like, she can't mind her fucking business. And honestly, that's why I think her and Eric are, are, are match made in fucking heaven. You know, <laughs> I'm going to take his words from him because they both have that energy of like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I need to speak to the manager. I'm going to call She's a Karen. And he will be what? A Tom? I, like, I think so, because I feel like they both be like, oh, you're selling waters out here on the street. I'm going to call the cops on you. That's against the law. Like, I really <laughs> can see them doing that. And it's really not, you know, good. Um, they are the antithesis of the woke police. Yes. Like, yes, they are the Chris Harrisons. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know, Eric starts with, I don't know what the fuck he was about to say. He basically says, you know, you know, Chris, man, you know, you need to, you know, I can't allow you to disrespect my wife like that. Granted, they just sat down. So they have no idea, like, the conversations that have been taking place prior to this. I feel like he came off a little harder than the way you just said it. I feel like he yes. was, like, like almost like, look, I can't allow you to talk to my wife like that. Like, and, like, like stepping in front of Virginia way, like, like he put his arm in front of her or something like to well, indicate like look and no you can't do this they were all sitting so then they start he basically starts saying you know what you can't talk to my wife like this so then Chris like starts to engage Chris hadn't even them. said anything to her yeah, <laughs> at so this they point start to engage and he was just like well no you know Eric finish finish what are you saying so then Eric just keeps talking like really recklessly about you can't talk to her like this you can't do this you can't do that and then this at is one my point, wife Virginia gets up. I don't know why she got up, but then Chris gets up. So then Eric gets up. So then everyone's up. <laughs> Again, she's then, trying to provoke the situation. So she did not all, need to stand up. So like, I, I guess they're all like just not screaming, but they're just like kind of yelling at each other. And then at some point, Vincent, Champagne, he has he to just, stand up. He stands up and just like body checks Chris. I don't know if he thought Chris was coming towards Virginia. I was really confused. I think Chris was coming at Eric, honestly. I don't think Chris would have came at Virginia. I don't think but... he was coming at him at all. Because like, I don't know where Chris was do? going. Y'all thought he was really going to attack that man with production everywhere? I don't think so. I don't think he was. But I think because she stood up, he stood up. Because they were, like, at this point, they were being, like, really, really rude and disrespectful. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was going to attack anybody. But let them tell it, you know, mm -hmm. angry black man yelling at us is going to attack us. He could have flipped the table. I don't know what could have happened. They didn't say that. But I think that was the narrative they were going with. Like, oh, we're afraid of him because he's being aggressive. Which, you know, <sighs> is is really, really frustrating. Um to watch that kind of play out where you see them poking him, poking him, poking mm -hmm. him. And as soon as he reacts, he's the person in the wrong, yeah. even though he's been taking shit from them for the past 24 mm -hmm. hours. 
Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that whole conversation. And honestly, like, I did not recap, like, everybody's reaction after that because everyone dispersed. Jacob like, was still sitting at the table. He was waiting on his food and drink. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. But, like, yeah. Paige and uh, Bree went and had some sort of conversation that I didn't care about. And then uh, Champagne Vinny and Chris. I honestly didn't care about any of that because I was just like, this was so ridiculous um, yeah. on every level. And I just felt like it was ridiculous. It was pretty bad. I know Virginia grabbed eric's hand and like walked him out of there Mm -hmm. and they were kind of unified and like no we no thank you for backing me up and they're kissing and like it's just really disgusting i hated it (sighs) i don't it was stressful i don't like them and i'm just gonna leave it at that um so then the next notes that i have are honestly about our stars Haley and jacob um (laughs) and what i hear this was very disturbing uh so basically jacob tells us that um, after everything that happened that night, um, he was hungry <laughs> because he never ate. Um, so he went downstairs to get some food. And oh, saw, right, right, right. And he saw all the cast um, and Haley. And so as soon as they saw him, like they like bolted and like left. My question is, how did he not know where she was? Like if he yeah. was in the hotel room. So apparently he says that she told him that she was having a girls' night. And so he said, with, cool, fun, have a great time. And then when he goes downstairs and sees see. her with all the couples, he's like, well, damn. I didn't like that. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to, like, do right by her and give her a space when she needs it. And then, like, like I'm sad for Jacob. I'm rooting yeah, for him. I but I don't know him. if, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Did you catch when Ryan was talking to Clara about – she needs to control what comes out of her mouth? Yes, I did. Um, so Claire okay, is Ryan, that coming up? I can't yeah, remember what happened. They had up. a conversation um, about basically controlling what you say and like not getting in people's business. And I kind of agree and I kind of don't. Because I feel like I thought what Ryan was trying to say is that essentially you can control what comes out of your mouth, which is true as in a literal sense you can. And I think he was really trying to say, like, maybe, you know, I, I really wish he had worded it a little bit differently. I thought he was just trying to say, I like, think he was going business. somewhere good yeah. until he, like, said that phrase of, like, you need to control what comes out of your mouth. And yeah. she looked a little taken aback of, like, I, I wish like. he had said it a little bit differently because I felt like he was coming from a good place of, like, you know, like, maybe just, like, watch you know the types of language that you use with people or yeah you know or you know adjust your your language or adjust your speaking with different personality yeah. types like something like that but to say that i was like oh ryan yeah it sounded like he was trying to encourage her like not be reactive and mind her own business which which i, I get is, it yeah it's okay but <laughs> i don't know yeah. if it was like the situation or like you know maybe he didn't have time to think it over before he said it it just seemed like he came across really not great. Um, yeah, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really. But before that, that, I have a note like he was shining. I was loving the way he was explaining things, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he said that, and I was like, ooh, cringe. Yeah, I wish he had made. Maybe it's editing, but I, I, I wasn't digging the way he said that. So I'm gonna give yeah. him some grace, compassion, and understanding, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know, hope that maybe he was thinking differently. Well, yeah. So now we're going to end with, you know, the moneymakers, Chris and Paige. Oh, do we still have more to cover from the, what is going on? 
don't have so anything they have, else. They have the last conversation where I was like, wow. Um, so basically, he is now saying that he is concerned about raising a kid in separate homes. Oh, yeah. They're packing up to go. Yes. They're mm-hmm. packing up to go. And they're talking about what, what, what waits for them in Atlanta. And he is now saying that he's been talking to his ex. Uh huh. And, and Paige should have asked him if he had talked to her because she would have known that was happening if exactly. she asked. I mean, she's in fucking La La Land at this point. He doesn't disclose anything <laughs> voluntarily. No, but he did say that the thought has crossed his mind about getting back together with her because he still loves her. Mm-hmm. Girl. Girl. So again, Paige is sitting here taking this shit listening with open ears and not <laughs> reacting like a crazy violent person like some of us would you hear this man literally say that he is not attracted to you only had sex to you to build affection to build closeness received mm-hmm. a panic attack from looking at your face and is now saying that he's <laughs> concerned about raising a kid in separate homes still loves his ex and, and they have get, been talking while been you've talking been sitting here in shock and they make it back together. And then she responds with, you know, he's ignoring the covenant that he's in with his wife, Paige. Paige is really bound in this covenant. I think she's the only one, though. <laughs> Jeez, it's, all, it's one person in the covenant. It's just you. She keeps talking about vows and, you know, I just... It's, again, hard to watch. This man just <laughs> drops bombs like... There's too many per show. Um, but yeah, Paige is still sticking with it. She's wanting to work on it. Chris tries to clean it up and say that, you know, they talked about it and didn't think that was going to happen. So whatever. Mm. Do you want to cover? Um, I don't know how much time we have, but do you want to cover any of the current social media is happening with Chris? Um, so just really or briefly. do you want me to recap couples cam very quickly? Let's didn't just miss do, much. Let's do social media because couples cam is, is, is nothing, you guys. It's nothing. <laughs> um, so social media right now, basically Chris is in Mexico, it appears, with his uh, ex-fiance. Um, who isn't pregnant. Who is not pregnant, yeah. There's not, not a belly on her. So I'm un- it's unclear as to what happened. I definitely don't want to speculate about a woman's you know, pregnancy. So I'm not going to go there. Um, but he's in, he's in Mexico with her. So there you have mm-hmm. it. And Dr. Mm. Pepper is posting and deleting, and oh. Chris is posting. On Facebook, no less. <sighs> he's telling his side <laughs> of the story. Um, well, is he, you know, though? Because he's not really giving us That's true. He's, he's speaking out against Dr. Pepper and saying that she's not a good expert because they only have 12 successful matches right. from the, the, their franchise here in the yeah. U.S. Yeah, but he's not um, giving us any new information about his behavior. So, like, he's no. pretty much, it feels like he's doubling down on everything that's happened at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Did you watch the matchmaking special? I didn't. Okay. I Maybe, I, I think I might want to go back and watch that and see what Chris was saying at those points. Like, if he was being oh. forthcoming with information or if he was like no i don't care like me and my me and my ex fiance just broke up like i'm over it because i just don't know how you can be over your ex fiance in three months and you're just quarantining with her like i'm not sure how well how thorough of a job the experts did in investigating this like how he passed the test well without I mean, he's, he's with the right one because Paige says she's invested to see what the experts uh found with us girl this this girl yeah is... i mean that's the other thing to look for in the matchmaking special like when they were talking to her they feel like she'd be like super passive like she is and she would be able to deal with that kind of shit because she's a basket case 
I like her. She's just not very strong. She's not what I expected her to be at all. Very low confident, just low um, self, low confidence, low, 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 just low. And it shouldn't yeah. be like, I don't know how she got to this point, but it, it just makes me so sad. Yeah, I'm. I would be interested to hear her her story of like how she came to be this way. But since she doesn't, she's also not very vocal, kind of like a Haley. She's just kind of taking everything in. Like I don't know if we'll get to that. So, anywho's, is that wrap us up for them? I believe that actually wraps us up for the whole show. Woo! Um, we've completed that episode, and now we're gonna move towards our recommendations for dun, the dun, week. Dun. Let's do it. Or for so the, yeah, I, I guess for this week. I, well, yeah, this week, last week, girl, I don't even know. Last week was a blur. Just, y'all just going to get all these recommendations <laughs> and y'all going to like it, okay? Yes, just, just just listen to what we have to say. Just let it happen. So basically, my recommendation is the documentary. It's a part of the New York Times. I guess it's like a series on Hulu. And mm-hmm. the episode that I'm recommending is called Framing Britney Spears. Everybody knows that Britney Spears has been <laughs> under this conservatorship since 2008. Um, you need to watch this this documentary. Like, I thought I knew everything that I knew about Britney and everything that she went through, but I did not. I did not. <laughs> like, we have failed Britney in the in, in just the worst way imaginable. Her parents failed her. The society mm. failed her. Britney Spears is an icon. She is a legend. She needs to be protected. She needs to be out of this conservatorship. Free Britney. And that's all if I'm going to say about it. You need to watch the show. If y'all can't tell, Tamara stands for Britney. I mean, honestly, um, like... And I'm not saying she shouldn't. This is the... Watching this documentary, I've seen it as well. Awful. It's super, super sad to just watch how this whole thing has taken place and how now, mm-hmm. like, Tamara, a, a year or so ago, I think, was telling me about Britney Spears' Instagram and sending me stuff from there. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very strange, the content on her page, um so i still don't know what's like i don't know what's happening the documentary i think does a good job of kind of explaining through it Mm -hmm. but of course they weren't able to talk to everybody they should have been talking to um so it's good though watch it i i second that recommendation i definitely think people should watch it just so that they can see um, i want them to see misogyny and 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 happening like i I want you Mm. to see how misogyny has really like kind of ruled and controlled um female artists yeah. um, especially with britney like the way they did her was just very dirty and it would never her stand. dad is trash dad, that man is trash but just even the paparazzi and like some of the they know, are trash. The magazines and like the people interviewing her the way they would disrespect her like that it was disgusting that's the also, thing she was really treated like an object and justin timberlake can also he can he oh can, yeah he, he came out with something well. right yeah, he finally I didn't apologized. Read it. You know, he could have kept it. He's trash as well. Yeah, they cover him too. He's uh, trash. Okay, so. watch that if you want to see, you know, some interesting things. I like documentaries as well. Yeah. So Yeah, please support. So yeah. what do you have for us this week, Jade? My recommendation is a book turned movie. Um, it's called Ooh. Behind Her Eyes. The book is Ooh. by Sarah Pinborough, mm-hmm. I think. Pinborough, Pinborough. You've you did you watch it? I've seen it on my uh, my recommendations for Netflix. I'm about to start the first episode tonight. I'm very excited. Okay, awesome. So when I read the book, um, it was the kind of book where you get to the end and you're like, wait, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what, what did I miss? Right. I love that. Um. 
So it was like actually the book where I like went back in chapters and was like trying to figure out what I didn't what? catch. Um, and so one of my one of my friends had noticed the trailer before me and she sent it to me and I was thrilled that it was coming out mm -hmm. and I watched it all when the power came back on and <laughs> watched it all when the power came back on and it was really good I still I kind of still prefer books to movies just because I feel like they're a little bit more in depth mm -hmm. but it definitely tells the story the whole story there isn't a lot of things that are left out and it seems like it's the kind of story that kind of falls lulls you into a false sense of security and then when you're not looking like stabs you in the back oh um, my goodness such imagery i know but it's good it's really really good highly recommend it it's on netflix it is a six episode limited series each episode is oh, about an it's hour only six episodes oh yeah wow. they kind of get in and get out you know i can kick that out in half a day <laughs> <laughs> So that's my recommendation for y'all. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us. This is, I guess, the end of our Merit at First Sight catch-up episode. We'll be releasing another episode this weekend. Yeah. Um, and that episode will just cover this week of The Bachelor and this week of Merit at First Sight. So it should be a bit more concise. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, we had a lot to catch up on. So much has happened oh, that, you know, we had to talk to you guys' ears off. I mean, time flies when you're in an epic snowstorm and then the world just keeps turning around you. So, you know, you just got to <laughs> do what you can, you know. But I definitely wanted to plug um, a few Austin organizations if you're interested in kind of um, kind of just helping us or, you know, want to put your philanthropic hat on. Um, mm -hmm. That would definitely be helpful. We've got the Austin Mutual Aid that you could uh, support and also Good Work Austin. They're also yeah. helping the people of Austin, but also helping the people of Houston and Dallas as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, definitely just, you know, if it's if you find it in your heart. Definitely yeah. There that. are a ton. They don't have necessarily have to be in Austin. It could be anywhere. There's a lot of people that need help. A lot of people that are displaced, mm -hmm. um, still without water, um, still without clean water. So, you know, just do what you can. I've already made my donations. Um so, I mean, we'll keep making them as long, yeah. long as we need to. But the communities are rallying as best we can. It just sucks because, you know, like I said, leadership is negligent. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry to end on that note. On a yes. positive note, though, we'll be excited to talk to you guys soon. Yes. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week with The Bachelor. They're doing hometowns and then Married at yes. First Sight and the foolery. It's, it's going to be Married at First guys. Sight is going to do their move-in. So we're going to get to see great. how everybody lives, which yes. I think will be exciting. So, again, thank you for supporting us. Feel free to Yes. Thank you guys who listened and downloaded and did all that stuff before. It makes a difference. Yes. So thank you so much. We'll see you soon. See you. Bye. Bye.